Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is an ACB Community Call, presented by American Council of the Blind. This Submute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. All right, welcome everyone. Hope everyone had a great holiday. A couple reminders here at the top. We want to remind everyone that we're going to have everyone ask uh, one question through. So once you raise your hands, let's get everyone to get their first question answered. And then we'll allow second questions after we've gotten first round. We want to give everyone equal opportunity. Also with that, make sure that you respect everyone in the same way you would want to ask your question. So if someone needs an extra moment or has a second getting their question out, please respect that and uh, treat them the same way you would want to be treated. Also, if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. And there you can uh, ask us questions, suggestions, any ideas or whatever may be on your mind. We will get back to you as quickly as we can. We do get quite a bit of email. And also, check your junk mailbox just in case I have gotten a couple of emails from some people saying that they have not received uh, an email reply back from us so check the junk email and if you still don't have it in there then let us know and we'll try and resend the email again and with that Michael how's it going and what do you got on your mind today Oh, I got a lot on my mind, mind, Marty. And while I'm sharing those thoughts, please don't hesitate to raise your hand. Uh, one of the things that I will mention is uh, don't forget that the calls are turned around. I have a system in place now, so it's taking about 45 minutes for me to get the uh, intro recorded and dropped in, and then they're turned around to the podcast feed. So you can search for Unmute Presents on ACB Community uh, or just type in Unmute Presents in the search field of your favorite podcast app. Marty has heard some of the exclusive content that I've been creating for the Unmute Presents podcast feed. Uh, a quick hint, one of which is how to subscribe to podcasts using Overcast. So that'll be coming out in the near future. And uh, I think that's all I have. Herbie, do we have any hands? As a matter of fact, we do. And let's start things off with Pierre. Hey, Pierre. Hello, how you doing? Pierre. Yes, uh, I have a question. About two weeks ago, a, a lady was uh, on the know how to, uh, you know, put her phone back to, uh, uh, you know, get, get all the information off of it. And you were telling her how to do it and all that. But one of the things you said was you need to sign out from your iCloud. Yes. And, and, Is this uh, on an iPhone that you're talking about? It's on my iPod. Okay. But, uh, uh, but uh, that you have to sign out from the iCloud with a password. Well, Correct. I don't have a I don't have a uh, iCloud password. 
So a couple things. Uh, the first thing is when you go into settings, at the very top, you're going to see your name there. You can click on that and go in there, and in there you're going to see all of your settings for iCloud. You, the most important thing is you want to make sure you're actually signed into iCloud. That'll tell you whether you need a username and a password to sign out of it. If you've never used iCloud or maybe you never logged into it, then you don't need to worry about it. You're not logged in. If you're not logged into it, you never signed into it, then you just go forward with the process of wiping your device and not worrying about logging out. If well, the you- way the the way I got iCloud I was I went into uh, Apple one day. I was having a problem, and they wanted to view my screen, and they said, "Well, you're not in the cloud." So they told me exactly what to do, but they never mentioned the password. Yeah, that's why you should look and see if you're actually signed in. If you've never completed that process, you might not even be signed into it. Another, so thing, to think of, another thing to think about, Pierre, is uh, often the password that is associated with your app store is the same password as your iCloud password. The one that's my, my app store yep. password. Yep. So when you download an app and it asks you to enter your password, that password is often the same as your iCloud password. So I would try that if you have any problems um, with it. And then in settings, you should, I, I will admit, I have not used an iPod touch in several years, but I believe there should be a search field at the top and you can just type in find my, because ultimately that's what you want to do is disable find my before you reset your device. That way, if you're selling it or giving it away, uh, someone can can actually activate it on their account and it won't block them from activating it on, on, on their account. Okay. Thanks a lot. Just for a note, if anyone has an iPod Touch, it will only go up to iOS 15. You cannot put 16 on an iPod Touch. No. All right. Thank you, Pierre. Good luck, Pierre. All right. Let's uh, swing on over to Clubhouse and see if we have anybody. We currently have no hands. Then uh, we will zoom back over here to our next person who's going to be Abraham. Hey, Hi. how are you doing? I'm well and yourself? Good, thank you. Um, so I haven't used PowerPoint in many years, and the last time I used it, for some reason, Jaws would accidentally turn um, my font to white so that everything would be fine on my side, but no one was seeing the presentation I create would see anything. <laughs> um, so I wanted to know if there's any alternative uh uh presentation tools that you'd use suggest for windows that's that's hilarious and and i don't laugh at you i laugh with you because i had the same issue with an email the template was black on black and so i've read it just (laughs) fine i don't know what your problem is Uh, but apparently visually they can't see that so um to answer your question i don't have an alternative what i could recommend to you is um there is some keystrokes in JAWS, and I can't remember the keystroke offhand, but if you do a JAWS key space followed by the letter J and then type in the word color, uh, you can see what the color is on the slideshow itself by using a keystroke in there. Um, and 
another two things is uh, I have not used it, but slides.google.com is an option if you want to try to create some slideshows in the web browser. Uh, that would give you cross-platform abilities. And then lastly, use a tool like Ira or Be My Eyes, uh, Ira specifically with the desktop tool, and they can actually uh, go in and see your screen and let you know if people can see the colors or if you need to change the colors on the PowerPoint presentation. Okay, awesome. Thanks. No problem. Hopefully that helps. And good luck with your uh, PowerPoint adventures. Uh, one last thing to, to mention, Vespero posted a tip, not in the most recent top tech tidbits, but the previous one. So the week before Thanksgiving. Uh, and they, in, if you just Google PowerPoint tips for Vespero, um, one of the things they recommended is to use the F6 key to jump between different panes in PowerPoint versus the tab key, because that'll get you to different sections a lot faster too. Okay, thank you. Yep, good luck. All right, next we have Lisa. Hey, Lisa, how you doing? Hi, I'm the one who was asking about signing out and racing the uh, computer. I had other issues come up, so I wasn't able to, <laughs> to get to it yet. I okay. have an issue with my Apple ID and signing in. I don't know why. It's been happening for years. Apple cannot help me out. I know my Apple ID. I'll copy and paste it to make sure that I don't mess it up because I'm really good at that. Make sure I didn't do a caps or a number something. And it does not work every single time. I have to change my password. And then I was trying to do it the other day. And there was something about I needed a code generator for something. And it wouldn't, and I wasn't getting the code generator. I'm like so frustrated. I don't know if that was, and I could be mixing that up with something else though. But like when you it say it doesn't says, what, work, what, what do you mean? Like you, your Apple ID isn't working or not logging in or what? what is the issue? Good question. <laughs> um, my Apple ID password. It's the Apple ID password. I know what the password is. I'll, I'll copy and paste it to make sure I don't mess it up. So are you and sure you're putting does, in the right um Email address, does it say which thing is not correct, or does it just say yes. one or the other is no, not it correct? Just says, it just says, yeah, it just says one or the other. I know it's the right Apple ID. That one I get. You know, okay. I know, I know the, the one ID thing I will say that that took me a while to figure this out, and I actually found out on accident. <clears throat> Sometimes when you do like a when you save it and do a shortcut or you copy and paste it, it'll add an extra space at the very end, which you cannot see. And then no matter what you do, it's not gonna work because it's using that extra space as a character. So what I would say to try to do is manually type out your email that represents your you know, uh, iCloud account. And if you're going to copy and paste it, do a delete at the very end, like put your cursor at the very end and do one backspace or delete to make sure that you don't have any other character or spaces at the end. If you type it out manually, you can also do the same thing and make sure there aren't any alternative characters or spaces at the end or anywhere else in there. But that was the thing that that gets a lot of people stuck. They try to copy and paste it, and sometimes for whatever random reason, it throws in an extra space at the end and then it recognizes that as a character but you can't see it and no matter what you do from that point forward is going to be wrong because it's your whatever email address with a space at the end so i would try okay, well, that and see if that helps 
But with my name, the Apple ID, I don't have a problem with that because it says it has it in there in my computer, you know, and it comes up and it's the password. It's always the password. It doesn't matter if it's my phone or the computer. And I type it in and I'm so careful when I type it in mm-hmm. and it just seems to, to work. I just don't understand it. And Apple can't give me an answer as to why. It's like, it's so frustrating. I do everything. I spend hours trying to do this and I have it all right. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't take it. So um, and that's when somebody in Apple told me to copy and paste, but they never told me about that space. So thank you very much for that. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, no problem. That, that is a thing that can happen. One last thing that you can, you can do instead of spending hours trying to get your password in, when you realize, you know, my password's not working, um, go to iforgot.apple.com and you can reset your password right there to what you want it to be. And then you shouldn't have to spend hours doing it because you just reset it then. And then hopefully it'll let you log in. If you go again to I forgot the letter I forgot.apple.com. What phone are you using or what? Okay. Yeah. Um, 12 mini. I forgot. I would say that again. It's I forgot. Yep. I forgot.apple.com. Um, I have a 12 mini. So on the 12 mini, I believe you have face ID and or a password, right? Well, Apple told me that they don't do face ID or they don't do, um, they don't do the password anymore. You have to know it because the security reasons, it's not my passwords anymore. They took it out of that. And I, I, I guess, I guess cause I'm trying to do it on my computer. And um, I have a new Mac, but I don't know if I've set up Face ID yet. I'm still trying to set it up from February. <laughs> what so what Mac- computer do you have on your, you have a, which you said you got a new Mac. Which one did you get? The 24 and a half inch one, the brand new one. The iMac? Um, it sounds like an iMac. Yeah, iMac, yeah. IMac. So I believe that keyboard has a fingerprint sensor built into it. I believe you could try and do that instead of actually typing out a password. And then when you get to your, you know, passwords, you can just put your finger on there and that's how it will identify you. But you'll still have to type your password in the first time to get it set up. And if that's the issue, then, then, uh, yeah, I would, I would still recommend going to iforgot.apple.com if it still doesn't let you in reset your password. So you know exactly what it is, then set it up on the iMac. And then Marty's right. You should have touch ID at on the keyboard. And then you just use your fingerprint to sign into things at that point. Uh, but the initial password, you have to get in there the first time before you can set up touch ID. Okay. And, and the, um, the touch is that 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 button that's next to like a, like one of the F, the last F key on the right on the top or or one of the F keys because there's like a dip in it there's a dip in the circle in the square yeah. there's a square and then there's a little dip in it is that the finger one yeah I'm pretty sure that's it and when you do it the first time it's going to show you or tell you on the screen you know if your finger's on it correctly and then and it will say okay and then you could it'll scan it and then once you kind of feel how it is in the future if it ever asks you for a password you just put your finger on there and it'll just take you right in you won't have to stop and type out your password anymore okay. I, I thought I didn't have finger ID because I didn't know that that was the finger ID so I didn't set it up when I first got it I was yeah confused. it's a new thing those computers uh, are the only ones that have it on a desktop unless you go and you spend the extra money on one of those new uh, computers but I also believe that though the fingerprint sensor uh, if I'm correct only works on the M1 models it won't work on Intel I have an M1 yes yeah, yeah, you're M1. good you're good yeah. 
And then before we go to the next question, I do also want to give people another tip because I have been using a Bluetooth, well, a wireless dongle wireless keyboard. And one of probably my favorite features as an Apple Watch user, and I have mixed feelings about Apple Watch, by the way, anyone who cares, yes, I did break my 742 day streak. Very frustrated about that. Uh, anyways, that's what happens when you get sick. So uh, your Apple Watch will also allow you to unlock like the Touch ID. So I have it set up so if I open one password or any time that I am prompted for my password, it'll tap me on my wrist and I just double click that flat side button and that signs me in without having to use Touch ID, which is handy when you're using a wireless keyboard. So just wanna throw that tip out there. And um, Herbie, I almost called you Marty. Herbie, who is next? Okay, now no need to get insulting. Um, uh, I, I'm currently looking. I don't think we actually have anybody on stage in Clubhouse. Oh, no. Actually, we I do see that we have a raised hand, so I will let it Kayla bring It just came up. up. I'll get it. Yep, and um, we will go to them. So let's just uh, hang it tight here. And whenever you're ready to announce them, then... All right. Well, I tell you what, why don't we come back to Clubhouse then while they're getting themselves uh, situated. So let's go to uh, Zoom then and Jane Sa. Hey, Jane. Hey, Jane. How you doing? Hello. A um, couple of um, comments. First, um, the PowerPoint in knowing your color in JAWS, there is a keystroke. Um, insert key and F will tell you the color and your 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 what do you say that your format um attributes which might be very important when you are um conducting presentations because i have been there then (laughs) myself uh also the the um code generator somebody asked uh, about the apple code generator this happens when you sign in uh on a web you know if you go to any apple service be careful because this code generator tends to go on devices other than or on top of the device that you are using (laughs) and um i was in a couple of situations where that device was no longer available. So just uh, <laughs> make sure you um, you have your devices. I think it's like a six digit verification code or I, don't, I, don't, I think yep. that's what it, yep. it it's is. a six digit verification code that's sent to all of your other Apple devices. Um, I, I have got myself kind of a little mixed up uh, when I was using an eSIM on my phone because you could have a backup alternative to send a text message or make a phone call, but I decided to reset my phone and my computer at the same time. So I had no other device to send that code to. So yeah, that was fun. And the last comment is, um, I do also have a M1. So the, I don't know how the keyboard are but mine my touch id is on the far top right hand side and if you go to system 
Is it settings now? Not it preferences. Is settings. Yeah, they change it to settings. system settings from preferences. <laughs> and you go inside and it says touch ID and password or some, something yep. or like that. And you have to type in your password to go in there, but then um, you can set up your touch ID that way. And um, how do you do that with the Apple Watch? Because that would be very... It's in the same section. There's some checkboxes um, in there that uh, ask you, and I'll I'll do it right now. But there, is, well, I'll go in here and take a look at it. There's some checkboxes though that ask you if you want to use your Apple Watch to unlock your computer, um, which is nice because whenever I open the MacBook, it automatically unlocks if I have my Apple Watch on me. And then uh, there's another checkbox in there that asks, do you want applications to use the? Uh, do you want applications to have the ability to use? Apple Watch to unlock or something like that. Um, and then one thing I don't know if you noticed, Jane, but in system settings now, if you check a box and your and your little lock is locked, instead of having to actually go and unlock it before you can check the box, you're actually prompted for the password touch ID or your Apple Watch uh, right there. So you can make the change and then unlock your device versus how it used to be where you had to go click the lock and then make the change. So I, I find that to be helpful. But thank you, Jane. Appreciate you, Jane. those. All right. Let's go over to Clubhouse. Do we have our person on stage? Um, they actually, no. <laughs> they okay. did not accept the hand. I, Do you want me to I had my hand raised. Stage? Hold on. Yeah. We're, on, we're over on the Clubhouse side. I'm not, we're not ready for Zoom. Oh, just sorry. Um, so everybody, please be patient. We will get to you. Have no fear. Um, all right. So there's nobody else on Clubhouse then at the moment? Nope. And that uh, the Apple uh, unlock is amazing. Yes, ma'am. Just want to say that. <laughs> One of the few improvements with um, uh, whatever Ventura. Yeah. All right, Beth, it is now your turn. Oh, I thought you'd um, accidentally overlooked it. But anyway, um, yeah, I have a question about, um, like, are there other accessible apps besides, um, like, Peacock? Um, I want to watch, you know, Peacock. They only have of uh, the current seasons of like the Kelly Clarkson show. And there's a season, season two, I think there's a certain episode I want to watch, but I'm looking for an app that has, you can watch all the seasons of, and Hulu does not have Kelly Clarkson and I'm no longer subscribed to that. So do you know, like, yep. um, YouTube. I know that's not ideal, but uh, that's that's probably where you can find some older content. I don't know a specific application that will allow you to stream Kelly Clarkson season two, episode two, because I don't watch the show, so I'm, I'm not certain. <laughs> One thing you can do is if you Google the name of a show and the, like the season or whatever and ask uh, or put on Google stream, it will tell you what you can stream it with. And actually, chances are you'd probably be able to find that content either as a part of Amazon Prime or as a one-time purchase on Amazon Prime. So I would check there as well to see if it's available amazon prime video um yeah and see if it's there one thing to think um, about also when it comes to the streaming and all the different shows on all the different channels you know they 
change them around, you know, so you might see something on Peacock and you'll have one or two seasons on there for a time and then it'll switch and then all of a sudden it'll show up, you know, seasons three and four, like on Hulu or something else. So it's one of those things where you got to kind of keep track of which shows you want to watch and where they're going to be streaming. And it's kind of a big game, you know, it's sort of. Because I've heard of watch now, but I, um, don't think that's one very accessible. Yeah, sometimes um, it's almost better to get, you know, the basic cable and get the remote that talks to you or you can talk to it and give it commands that way. You almost end up sometimes having a more uh, easier experience just because you have all the channels there and you have the remote that you can talk to and give it commands to do different things. Right. You have to check with your cable provider and see if they mm-hmm. offer it. Um but but they're they're coming a long way in terms of that stuff. So okay, yeah, yeah. I'll talk with them because I knew somebody in California who Cox offered that, and she could you know say like she could record stuff and yeah. So okay, well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Good luck. Thanks. All right, who do we have next, Herbie? All right, next we have Andrea. Hey, Andrea, how you doing? Good morning, everybody. I'm in California, so I'm going to say good morning. Um, two quick things, and I missed, I, I'm sorry, I missed part of the gentleman who was talking about the issue with the password. I was trying to find the raise hand button, which is in a slightly different place, I guess, now. Um, it's maybe been, been there for a little bit, but I haven't used my phone for Zoom for a bit, so it's not under more anymore. Um, and I have to go look for it. Um, I know that there's the authenticator app. Is that what he's talking about? Is that different from something about the password generator? Because I know I've had to use the authenticator app a couple of times um, at work because they occasionally reset my Outlook credentials and I have to go back in and because I have it on my phone as well as my work computer and you have to reauthorize everything. So Michael was, a, what Michael was saying was in some situations, depending on your computer, you have a keyboard on the new keyboards. As long as you have an M1 processor, you can use the fingerprint scanner and or you can use your watch if you have one to also be an authenticator. Yeah. OK, but there's an app called Authenticator yeah, so, that I have on my phone. Yep. So Authenticator is it, it's it's. People have heard of something called 2FA or second factor authentication and authenticator, what that will do, depending on the tool you have, I'm guessing you're using Microsoft authenticator and it just comes up as authenticator is when you sign in, it'll prompt you either for a code or it'll ask you, is this you who is trying to sign in and you mark yes. And then it lets you in. Uh, We weren't talking about that. The the authentication app that we were talking about though, was when you're signing into Apple, um, it will prompt you on another one of your devices, another one of your devices that you're signed right. into and say, right. do you want to allow this signing? You click yes. And then it gives you a six digit code to enter. And that's what we were talking okay. about. When okay. You were I unmuted. apologize. I just thought oh, no that problem. it might have something to do with. Yeah. Um, okay. The other question real quick. I have a Apple watch SE. Can I, is, does that um, login thing only work on a Mac or can you yes. do it on your phone too? 
this nope, is not it only works on a Mac. It, it, okay. You can't right. unlock your phone with your uh, That would be nice. I just I just thought, you know, that would be but it sounded like it only worked on a Mac. Actually, you you can use your watch for some things. So like if you're using Face ID and you're on your phone and your Face ID fails, you can use your watch as a secondary login. So basically, Face ID fails. If you have your watch on and have it set up, your watch will authenticate instead of Face ID. And okay. if that fails, then you go to the password. Um, I don't have Face ID on my phone so because I have an SE 2022. The other thing I wanted to say really quick, I was told by Apple at some point that you cannot paste your password in. Um, I, that may have changed but I was specifically told you had to type it in. You could not paste it. So, and I know sometimes I have encountered this where you cannot paste, not in Apple necessarily, but other places where you're, it, it literally doesn't, uh, they want you to type it in yourself. They don't want you to paste it. Um, I guess figuring anybody could do that. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a security thing, I guess. But I, at some time ago, I was told by Apple tech support not to paste. It's to a good habit not to. They don't really want people to do it. And in yeah. terms of whether it allows you to paste or not allow you to paste is going to be um, getting into a little bit of murky waters only right. because it depends on your browser, your operating system, what computer exactly. you're on, all yeah. those things. So Yeah. No, I just um, wanted to mention that because I somebody at Apple, one of the accessibility folks said, you know, it's really not a good idea to do that. So, um, but I know sometimes it's awfully handy if you have a super long password and you can't remember it all or whatever. Um, but I guess from a security standpoint, it's not the best thing to do. Yeah. That's where like okay. one password and all those tools come in handy. Okay. Thank you so much. Yep. No problem. All right. Let's check over on the clubhouse side. We are still clear. Alrighty then, then let's go to Agnes. Hey Agnes, how you doing? Hey, good, thank you. Um, I have a question. Last week I had asked you about, you know, a good recording, I mean, option for playing videos and you had mentioned the VLC option. Is there a website I could go to to be sure I've got the latest update for that? Did you get the app installed? Um. I think I have it on my computer. It shows up on my desktop. But If you have it installed, then um, if you just recently downloaded, it should be the most updated download. But if it's not, there's probably a spot in the actual app when you have it open to be able to check for updates. Okay. And then it would update or, right in the app that right. way. But I'm not you, sure. I'm sorry. I'm not sure. I, I got it downloaded right. So is so, there a... Yep, videoland.org forward slash VLC. So videoland.org forward slash VLC. Okay. Or if you then, just go to videoland.org, it'll take you there. Okay. And then also, once it's once I know I got it all right and I put the CD in my computer, since it's not set as my default um, video option, do I just go to the desktop and open it up from there? Um, yes, you can try that. I apologize because I don't think I realized last week when we were talking that you were trying to play a DVD. I thought it was a video that was already on your computer. No, no, no. It was, it okay. was a DVD. Yeah. Um, give me about 
two two minutes to do a little bit of research. Okay. And your name's Andrea again, correct? No, Agnes. Agnes, sorry. Uh, so Agnes, I will mention here in a moment. Let me do some quick Googling while we go to the next person. Okay. And I'll get you some more information, okay? Thank you. No problem. All right. right. Yep, just real quick. I see over on the clubhouse side, um, Amos, you still have your hand raised. And um, if you want have, and you might want to accept the invite if you have a, a question. So just thought I'd... Uh, mentioned that over in the clubhouse side but uh, let's go back to zoom in the meantime and we will hear next from eg's ipad hey eg how you doing i'm uh, doing fine i just a comment i guess but um i i had i'm on ipad and i had a i have it set for automatic uh updates and 15.7.1 came out and it didn't automatically update but it didn't tell me um, that it didn't update. I just happened to be going in and, and looking at something else. And the reason was is because I didn't have enough uh, storage. I had too much storage space tied up. So it's in, probably important at some point to to double check on your storage and to check your um, general settings to see if you have an update you might have missed, even though you have set have it set for um, automatic update. Good and the call. other comment I have is um, the other comment I have is. Um, I yeah, over the weekend became it became available to me to get iPad OS uh, 16.1. Which yeah, is you the probably the hard drive space to be probably became an issue, and that's why you weren't able to get the downloads. But another thing that they're doing now is they're not prompting people or uh, bugging people to install the new operating system. So you kind of have to go into your software updater and choose to install iOS 16 if you want to update to that. They're not going to nag people to do that anymore. So if you don't do that, it's just going to sit there until you decide you want to do it and you'll have to choose to do it yourself when you're ready. So, And thank you, EG. I, I always forget about the fact that if you have automatic updates installed or set up and uh, you're you're out of storage space, they can't update. That's, that's good to know. Um, one thing, I don't know if you've heard more about this, Marty, or not, but Apple is uh, going to start pushing more monthly updates and they're not gonna be feature updates, they're gonna be security updates, which I'm very excited about because that just means that they're gonna be in improving the security of their devices. Before we go to the next person or Marty's response, I did want to go back to Agnes real quick and let you know that the procedure would be to download VLC, make sure that it's the latest, open VLC and then put the DVD in and it should start playing at that point. Um, so hopefully that helps. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, then. How are we doing on the clubhouse side? We're pretty quiet over here today. All right. Then on that note, um, let's go back over to Zoom and let's hear from Les. Hey, Les. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. We can hear you. Okay, good. A couple of weeks ago, I called up and I asked you about the new blind phone. It's called Midi Vision 2. Midi Vision 2. And you had said you didn't know much about it. But I went out and bought one for $350. I got to tell you, what an awesome phone. Everything you push is no touch the screen, no rub the screen, no nothing. You just push buttons. It tells you what to do, 
And if you're not sure how to do it, you push O, it brings you to a talking menu and it explains to you how to do it. I mean, I got to say, this is a blind phone, blind phone for a dummy. Uh, hmm. You can't go wrong with it. Believe me. Uh, Les, I got a question for you. What yes. services can you use that phone on? Do you know um, what options you have for uh, cellular service for that phone? I I can't use it like an iPhone, but... Uh, um, Les, what pretty... he's asking is, can you use it on AT&T, T-Mobile? What carriers oh, can yes. you use it on? Any, any, anybody that carries well, would carry it, because I have it on T-Mobile. I see what he means. Yeah. Perfect. As far as I know, uh, as long as they, uh, when we bought it, he asked, he went through a list of, of groups that I could put it on. And I said, no, I have Teen Mobile. He said, fantastic. But you can use all the rest too. Good, good. Well, I will have to do some more in-depth research on this device. Uh, where did you buy it for? From Raz Mobility directly? Or did you buy it from a third party? I bought it right directly from them. Okay, perfect. I will I, I, I will see if in January or February we can get someone from Raz Mobility to come talk about this because this phone has come up a couple of times. So I'm glad that it's working well for you, Les, and thank you for following up on that. I mean, know. even the, the voice. I'll just take a second, that's all. I want you to hear this voice. Home screen. Home screen. That is clear. Yeah, it's good. Yep. And then all I have to push is the home button and ask me what I want to do. I say, send message to, I say the name, that's the text message. If I want to send, make a call, I just say, make call to, and say the name. Or I can put them in uh, numbers, number one, number two, number three, for speed dial. It's, it's really, it's actually maybe five different basic buttons that you have to touch and you can get all over the place. It has a money reader in it. It has a color uh, finder in it. It has a location finder in it. Oh, it's, it's got a whole bunch of stuff. That's uh, the only thing right now they're having trouble with the money reader. It doesn't read money. So well, they at least, it, at least it doesn't read it. And instead of giving you the wrong denominations, like gotta, yes. gotta find the positive side of it. Uh, yes. so, so less, is it mainly voice controlled or can, do you have like arrows you can navigate the phone with, or do you just use your voice? Nope. You got uh, arrows. Okay. It's perfect. It, this, the push button is so easy. Every button is in a different, uh, style like your talk button uh, my daughter says it's green it's elongated and it has three little dots on top of it you push it once it answers the phone you push it quite a second time it goes to speakerphone uh, every button on here has a different uh, size and shape and you can't go wrong once you get to feel your your buttons, I mean, like I said, I'm not the smartest bulb in the box, but this is an awesome 
forward. You can't well, go thanks wrong. Thanks for sharing, Les. We uh, appreciate it. And it'll be another thing that we can recommend to people. And maybe we can get them to come out and do a demo and uh, show everyone what the phone can do. So we appreciate it. Thank you. I'm going to have to be here every week until you. You do it in January, right? <laughs> well, we'll see what, what, if we can get them to come out, yeah. and if so, when would when would be able to, you know, line up a date for them. So, Marty, and, remind me to reach out to Raz Mobility about this, and uh, we'll we'll try to get that hammered out. Thank Sounds you, good. sir. We'll I appreciate that. All right, All right thanks, Les. Have a great day. You I too. Thought I heard Lester volunteering himself to do a call demoing that phone. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> do we have anybody in Clubhouse? Yes, we do. We have Robbie. All right. You may unmute. You're still muted, Robbie. Hi, Hi, Kayla. There you are. Hi, Robbie. All right. Well, Kayla, I heard about, they were just talking about a phone. Mm-hmm. Well, when I, I, wow, that phone sounds really interesting. The one that they were just, someone was just showing. Yep, it's called the Mini Vision 2, Robbie. Uh, and it's by oh. a company called Raz Mobility, which is R A Z Mobility. Uh, and as we were saying, hopefully we'll be able to get someone on from that team to come and actually demonstrate the phone and share more information. I mean, if they're listening, they can send me a phone and I'll demonstrate it if they if they want, just saying. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to get them on to be able to, to uh, share more information about that. Hopefully it comes. Hopefully that, 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 that phone can be available in Canada because then like someone... Someone who would rather a phone with buttons, you know, would be able to like play, you know, you know, use a phone like that. And I think it's smart that it talks. Now, right one away. thing that one thing I will mention to you, Robbie, the CNIB Smart Life in Canada does offer the Blind Shell Classic Two, and that has oh. physical push buttons on it. So that oh. phone is available in Canada. Okay, yeah, because I was with the CNIB used to borrow all the digital talking books on the CD, the Daisy books. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks. All right. Then let's go back into Zoom and Dan. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. What can I do for you? Um, My question is, can, is there a way that you can just, if you want to look up and research a topic, you know, I, I'm an older fellow and I used to like to go in the Braille encyclopedias or in a world book or whatever and look something up, you know, a general thing. Now, is there a way to even do that anymore with the, you know, on the phones? What, what, what phone do you have or do you not have one yet? Have you can possibly get one. 13 Pro. Yeah, well, so you could go to Safari and you could search Safari, you know, in Google or whatever search engine, and uh, it'll bring up all different kinds of topics and you can click through and read the articles. 
you know, that's one way of doing it. If you want to use your voice, you can activate Siri and say, search Google for, and it will search Google for topics, whatever it is you're looking for. Uh, that's how you would do it. And you just kind of got to search and go through it and find what you're looking for. And if you want more of an ex of an encyclopedia experience where you can just browse through and see different things and then go read more in depth about that and then find more information based on, on uh, things you learn, you can download the third-party tool called Wikipedia and you will get lost in information there. Okay. Thank and that's W-I-K-I-P-E-D-I-A. And Wikipedia okay. does work on the iPhone with voiceover. All right. Thank you. Yep. All right, Herbie. All right, anybody over on the clubhouse side? Not at this time. All right, then, Anthony. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? I'm good. I'm your streamer. But um, I have a question. If it, um, Can you recommend the easiest way to turn MP3 files into a video file format to upload to YouTube? Are you... Download okay. the third-party tool called Wikipedia. Uh, I'm sorry, we're we're hearing the live stream. There. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so, are okay. you using Windows or Mac? That was my fault. Sorry about that. Guys. And Wikipedia okay. does. We still hear it. On the Herbie. iPhone with VoiceOver. Uh, that is Anthony, it. are you on Mac or Windows? Okay, you should no longer be hearing it. Nope, we're not. All right. Um, so I tried it on both. I have a brand new Mac and um, I tried it on the iPhone and I was using iMovie. I successfully did it twice, but it was a pain in the butt. It was easier on the iPhone for me than it was on the Mac. Okay, so give me a quick, let me, let me get, do we have another hand, Herbie? Because if so, Anthony, I have a tool that I use and I can get right back to you with that. I've got to look up the name of the we tool. Do, but though, I do, I, uh, I have a really quick recommendation Go for um, it. Uh, if you use Keynote on the Mac, you can paste a file in there and export it as a video file, and that'll convert it. So that I'm is a trying quick... that. He, that's right. Okay. And, and right. But I'll take the tool suggestion, too, just so I have options. There, there's Thank also you. a tool called Handbrake. You might want to check that out. That, that used to convert all kinds money. of different crazy files. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, tunes to tube is the name of the tool. And what you do is you connect it to your YouTube channel. Um, and then you upload an MP3 or uh, any audio format file, then you upload an image and you what it will do is it'll take that image and make it the duration of the video and then automatically post that video to your YouTube channel. You can set it so it's private, so you can go in and change descriptions and stuff like that, and then make it public if you want. But that's tunes2tube.com. The, the number two? Uh, now, now you're asking the hard questions, okay? <laughs> uh, yes, the number two. All right, thank you. All right, Herbie. Did we lose Herbie, or did he mute himself? He muted himself, probably pushing the wrong buttons again. Um, We're clearing close. Okay, out, let's try so this know. again. Am I mm -hmm. muted now? You know, we could hear you. Okay, uh, Elizabeth. All right, hey. Elizabeth. Hi there. Um, I have a question and I have some feedback. Uh, the question is, is there a way of getting a file from YouTube into MP3 format? Is there a tool that will do that? What plat what kind of computer are you on? 
I'm on Windows 10. Yes, there's a tool, and I'm going to ask Kirby to spell it because I've never used this. Oh, wait on a Windows. minute! If I need to do this, then I need to write it down. If it's one of those spelling things, <laughs> it's. It, what's the name of that tool you were mentioning earlier, Kirby? Now I'm picking on you because you asked your question. <sighs> It'll right. be a minute while you unmute. Ponty's Media Downloader. It is available for both Windows and Mac. It is free. Just search for it on Google. The what do you first- call it? Ponty's Media Downloader. And if you email me, I can talk more about this. Got it. Got it. Because you could just mail it back because I don't I don't understand that name. And I I will mail you back. And here's my recommends. Um, For people who are interested in maintaining their Windows computers, uh, CCleaner is accessible if you just use your tab key a bunch. (laughs) <laughs> and you can get a paid version, but you can also get the freed version and the free version does a whole lot. And every once in a while, they'll give you the pay version for like a two week trial. And then you can do the pay version things and then go back to, you know, free or whatever. But it doesn't cost much, even if you do it. C and then C-L-E-A-N-E-R. So double C-L-E-A-N-E-R. Um, dot com and you'll sort of have to wander through places because they'll try to get you to <laughs> download the paid one first but you'll be able to find it um and the other one that i i want to give a shout out to is um um a a a piece that takes um spyware off of your computer or junk off of your computer if you have any called malware bytes m-a-l-w-a-r-e-b-y-t-e-s and malware bytes was notorious for a couple of years for being they used to be really accessible and they went through a couple of years where they were really inaccessible and a lot of us wrote to them and they actually became much more accessible and 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 really worked very well Again, they have a paid version and a free version. I do not have the paid version. And I, it's a, they're good programs to have for general maintenance. I don't know anything else that does what CCleaner really does. You folks may know other ones that are good, but CCleaner is really quite good. I, I, I appreciate I appreciate that, Elizabeth, because I have personally never used CCleaner. I've I've read about it. I've seen it around, but I've never oh, yeah. used it. I've so been a CCleaner user for like 10 years. It yeah. really cleans up garbage. And the paid version will do things like update your drivers and do other cleanup things that are worth doing. So if you get that two-week window where they give you the paid version as a promo, then use the paid version tools to fix up stuff it's got a health thing it'll clean up like garbage um it's kind of like doing disc cleanup and disc and and stuff but more and that's really useful you'll get a lot of trash cleaned up and And malware bytes is good too I would say also on the Mac platform, same kind of thing. Clean my Mac X. That's a great utility for doing all the same stuff. You can, you know, maintain, you know, malware and it has all the tools built in. It's not free. I believe it's $30 a year, but it's a great app. It works really well. It works good on M1 even. So if you're looking for something to have a utility to do all those things on a Mac, clean my Mac X would be the way to go. Yeah, please make sure you have good virus computer stuff. I personally use um, uh, 
either Nod32 or um, I'm trying to think of the other one that I use, but they're not just the ones that come with Windows. Um, so I don't know, that's your choice, but the more protection you've got against malware and spyware, the, the sort of better off you are. Um, and some of them are not as accessible. They do have some accessibility issues. So we could, I'll come back and talk about that at some point, but. Definitely, thank you, Elizabeth. We appreciate Elizabeth. Looks like we have one more hand right now, Herbie. Is that we correct? We do, yes. And that would be Ibrahim. We appreciate you return shoppers. <laughs> Go ahead, Ibrahim. Hi, um, just quickly, Lisa um, might want to check also the, uh, what you call the special characters that she uses in a password. Because what happened a couple of times with me um, I was using, I don't know which symbol uh, on my Windows computer when I changed the password and it just would not work on the phone. So I had to change what special character I was using. Good call. Thank you for that. Yes. Uh, and, and if you guys didn't catch that, if you have special characters in your password, it may be worth trying to just use letters and numbers at first uh, to see if that helps, especially if this is a consistent issue and you do use a consistent special character in your password. So thank you, Ibrahim. Just so you know, we are at the 10 minute mark. Thank you, Herbie. Do we have anyone in Clubhouse by chance, Kayla? Not at this time. And Zoom, we have time for maybe one, possibly two more questions. Beth has her hand raised. Okay. Um, <clears throat> like speaking of somebody said about a password that, that um, now what do they mean? Like um, they're case sensitive because um, some passwords now I, I got with, Got it with uh, Peacock. I was able to, um, no, no, I had some help, but some websites, I, I'm not doing one right now, but some, some websites do you have a hard time. Like, I don't understand when they say case sensitive. That's, that's, for example, case sensitive means capital letters or not capital letters. So for example, let's say you write Beth if it's case sensitive, if you do a capital B and then the rest of the letters ETH, right, then you need to make that capital every time as part of the password. If you just write oh. Beth and you don't make a capital in the beginning and you just write Beth in all lowercase, it will not uh, recognize that password and say you're wrong. You will have to go back in and make the B capital case sensitive in order for it to recognize the password. So if you ever are creating a password and it says case sensitive, the case sensitive is capital letters or not, basically. Okay. Yep, so that, that answers that. Uh, just an easy way to remember this is your password. And, and honestly, treat all passwords as if they were case sensitive because that's, that's generally the case. Even if it doesn't say it, they're still going to be case sensitive. It's going to be sensitive to whether or not your letters are in uppercase or lowercase. Uh -huh. It's a good habit to get into no matter whether the uh, website says case sensitive or not. You should always just get in the habit of knowing when you're creating passwords, you know, capital or lowercase is a part of the password. Same thing with numbers and things like that, you know. So 
Thank you, Beth. Appreciate it. We'll do one more check in Clubhouse and then wrap it up because we're at 54 after. So do we have any hands in Clubhouse? I just allowed Alan to speak. Let me see if he's up here yet. Okay. While we are waiting for Alan, Marty, you want to remind people how they can get in contact with us? Yeah, sure. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, ideas, maybe you have some sort of a device you're interested in or software you're interested in, and you want us to try and get someone from that company to come out and chat with us, that's how you'd get a hold of us. It'd be unmutepresents at gmail.com. All right, and now Alan is up on stage. You may unmute. Hey, Alan, how you doing? Hello. Yes, we can hear you. How oh, you doing? Good, good. I'm active. Hey, all right. Um, I was uh, going to add to that password thing because um, I've noticed some websites that that don't say that they're password uh, case sensitive, uh, and they're not. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, I. Uh, typically treated as if they were, but but there are still those occasions and uh, that where passwords are not case sensitive. So thank you, Alan. Appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, with that, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up today. As Marty said, you can reach out to us at unmutepresents at gmail.com with questions, comments, uh, feedback, or suggestions, as well as, of course, if you want to share that email with vendors or other uh, manufacturers of products that you'd like to uh, come and share information about with us, then feel free to do so. We are available on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And the podcast is posted typically within about an hour after the end of the call on both ACB Media uh, podcast feed and or you can search for Unmute Presents in your favorite podcast app. And before I hand it over to Marty to say goodbye, uh, one last thing, stay tuned to ACB Media 5 and you'll hear the calls at random as well. So thanks for joining us and uh, you guys have a great week, Marty. Yeah, uh, thanks everyone for joining us. I'd like to say thank you to our hosts, Kayla and Herbie, for helping us out today, as well as our streamer, Anthony. And I also want to remind everyone we're in the holiday season right now, and there's all kinds of crazy deals out there. So don't forget to check out Amazon and all the places. Uh, you might find some good deals on some stuff right now if you're looking to get any technology and with that we'll see you guys next week everyone have a great week and we'll talk to you soon thanks okay thank you